What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. Bling, bling, y'all. And your auditory canals are tuned into episode 164 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. Of course, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, I've got my partners in crime. First on deck, it's Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. the gamer stepdaddy. What's going on, bro? Oh, not much. Just happy to be on the show with my with my gaming you know, friend and uh, son, uh, so yeah, always Screw you, Dad. a pleasure. So maybe turn this podcast around. <laughs> I will. I'll suck my dog on you. Hear my dog in the background? He's ready to kill, kill, kill yeah. Jack, kill. I've seen your dog, so I'm not scared. So I'm good. And that, and that other voice that you heard <laughs> belongs to. Trader Joe, aka the Jabroni Chief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. He is the food max of gaming. Who can maximize your gaming dollar? What's going on? Not much on this fine, fine Friday, April Fool's Day. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's it's funny. I was watching. I watched Young Rock, right? Um, because I like the Rock. He's cool. And he texted someone and called them a jabroni. And I thought of you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, jabroni. So sweet. So sweet. Yeah. I was like, oh, my son. <laughs> okay. My horrible son. A terrible son. My terrible, terrible son. I learned from you, Dad. Screw I you. learned it from watching you. I learned from watching you. <laughs> 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 Well, aside from being terrible, terrible parents, which is not where this is not a terrible parenting no, podcast, because I don't no, think any not. of us are parents, <laughs> but I mean, dogs and cats count, I guess. Yeah, they do count. Yeah. Okay. He's like, sure, well, guys. Know, yeah. Efficient <laughs> podcast hosts on other shows, too. You know, at the school then. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, as usual, our first topic on our docket is going to be the playlist. All right, uh, Jabroni Chief, let's kick things off with you, man. What you been playing? Okay, yeah, now I've been uh, playing quite a few things this week. Um, the usuals, I'll go ahead and get those out of the way, of course, because uh, I think everything I played this week was stuff I was playing last week as well, so... Of course, uh, still playing that wonderful Babylon's Fall demo every so often, logging in to get my daily bonuses when I think about it. But, uh, you know, um, I'm still. I'm glad kinda... you're getting the best out of that demo. Well, I'm, you know, they are pleased. I, I think, uh, I, I'm th- I think I'm taking the chicken bones. I'm like, you know, I'm just like suck- sucking the, the marrow there are, right off there of are the no, you, There are no bones left. You're sucking on atoms now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,. You suck it on essence. There ain't nothing Them bones left. is bleached. They yep. bleached. <laughs> ain't nothing left. 
Damn. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, though. I mean, it's well, cool. yeah, I mean, if, if I if I had a chance to, you know, purchase the game, I might purchase it. It's down to forty bucks, you know. I'm just to keep thinking if it's down to forty bucks, soon it'll be down to like to like twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. soon to be down to like fourteen ninety nine. And I'll be like, are you on your mind? It might be on PlayStation Plus, uh, uh, like premium at some point too. (laughs) That's where it's going to end up. It'll end up. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, but enjoying that. uh, Still logging in. Still just doing some random demos and then seeing if I'm like a little bit uh, random missions and then if I'm a little bit away from my next. Season pass reward. I'm just like you know, just playing a couple missions here and there. I pretty much got all the like first two section missions down pat for the most part. So on there, and uh, you know, we'll see what the future lies with Babylon's Fall. So I also played more of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX and um, played a couple more missions, kind of digging it. But at the same time, I went ahead and I returned it to the library. I'm not going to play it any longer, at least for now. I might uh, you know, get it later, but to me, I got a couple other Mystery Dungeon games in my backlog. I have a couple other Pokemon Mystery Dungeon games for the DS on here. Plus, I have uh, Shirin the Wanderer, which is another Mystery Dungeon in that particular series. In fact, that's the mainline Mystery Dungeon um, franchise on there. So if I want to dabble in that, I'm probably going to dip into Shirin instead playing pokemon because unfortunately it's it's for the children's and they made that uh at least at the beginning missions a little bit too easy on there i figure i might as well just take advantage i got a couple other games from the library i'm still wanting to play i got kirby um the not the the new game but the um game that came out in 2017 which is what uh god i'll look it up right now because i'm the allies yeah, Star Allies. There Star you go. Allies, Thanks, yeah, something Allies. Yeah, so I still I actually got that back from the library because I played it and enjoyed it quite a bit. And I'm like 30% in that game, but I want to go and like you know, play that some more. And then I have Call of Duty Vanguard from the library for some reason, so I'm going to see if I can play the single Are you going to play that? Or are you it? just robbing somebody of the Call of Duty joy? <laughs> Uh, last time I checked, no one else wanted to to get it <laughs> because go. obviously, if there was a hold on it, they they would say, "Oh, you gotta return it back after you renew it." Yep. So, yeah, so, I'm sure. He, yeah. I'm sure he. I'm sure he asked for it, and someone said, "Really?" and rolled their eyes. And he's like, "Yeah, really." <laughs> hey, I want to experience it. They have five copies. You know, you never know. A single player Call of Duty campaign might actually be good. You never know. So, well. Yeah. Hope you know, during during it. my game fast, I am trying to get a little variety in the mix. I know? I love it. Get as much variety as possible, buddy. Mm. You got it. Pennies on the dollar. You know, yep. I don't pay I don't pay property tax no more. So I'm I'm actually you, Kevin. You're paying for my mm-hmm. game rentals from the library from your property. So you, tax. so you can steal a, from little Timmy who mm-hmm. <laughs> who's wanted to play Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> it's PS5. No one has a PS5, so that's why I have easy access to all these PS5 games that the library is getting. So, you know, gr- gr- grateful for the uh, pandemic and the, uh, you know, a rarity of PlayStation 5s out in the mix because I can you know easily. It. You know get what, games Kev? From the library, but... You know what, Kev? As a taxpayer, you should go and, and take them away from him. <laughs> just show him at his front door and be like, taxpayer, <laughs> give me them games. <laughs> And just hold on to them. 
Right, I'm gonna have late fees because Kevin's gonna steal my games. That's great. That'd be hilarious. It's like pay your fair share. I'm gonna make you pay since you're all egging them on to do it. There, <laughs> I'm sir. not saying anything. I don't live I'm in your county. Anything. I don't live in your county. Uh, uh-uh. nope. <laughs> I got my own. You're the coward yeah. of the county, is what you are. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. Uh oh. Let's continue you to your room. before this goes in. I also I also have been playing uh <laughs> Virtua Fighter Five Ultimate uh Evolution on there. So that's been like my main game, especially because after talking to Desmond, I'm all stressed and I need to you relieve are all that tension. You talk to me. <laughs> I swear, y'all, I need to. I it's just be me and him in a room together, and all I hear is this, you mother. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and I don't say anything because I want him to focus. Right. And then there'll be no silence. And I'm like, you're still in your match. Okay. Fine. <laughs> oh, damn it. I'm done. How was your day? And I'm like, uh, fine. <laughs> just, I just don't say anything. I just don't say anything. I just let him focus because I don't want to be, the, I don't want him to, you know, I don't want to be the one to make him lose. Get a ring out or anything, you know. I can't. I don't even say go, Joe, go. You got this, Joe. Yeah, you know. I don't know. I don't say any of that either. Like, oh, you. I would mute you if you did that. <laughs> no, I don't deal with that. See, I don't deal with that. No, 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 no. So this, 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 you know, when I'm when I'm playing the game, especially when I'm concentrating, you know, it's like you know, I'm, I might be better off not being in a chat. But you know, other times I could relax. Like if I'm playing non-ranked if i'm in a room you know sometimes even in a room though it gets kind of hairy it gets kind of you know especially if i'm in someone where it's we're just going tit for tat on there and you know getting down to the 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 barest of the life bar and everything's like dependent on like uh, the last move and whatnot you know I, i think i had a little series with one person on there where yeah, I ringed them out to win and it's like I got out of dodge after that <laughs> I got out of dodge mm-hmm. didn't but let him it. run it back that's yeah. messed didn't up. even let him run it back you're about to get doxed y'all <laughs> or, nah, or end up on someone's cool. uh, or, or end up on someone's YouTube play <laughs> YouTube <laughs> his YouTube replays it's actually I I like dipping in the rooms because sometimes especially because uh, you could set up a room and you could set up to eight players but a lot of times I go through the room browser and then I'll jump into where you know there's like three or four people in there and the way it works is that the winner basically stays on and uh, stays in basically just almost like being at the arcade where the next person waiting in line gets the their one ups and uh, be able to go That's there. Pretty cool, so you know it's it's kind of Cool. And, you know, I don't know if there's any chat because you know, obviously I don't, you know, I think every room I go into, there's no chat enabled or anything like that. But uh, there's emojis, there's little chat things. So, you know, after each match, you know, even if I beat someone very closely, uh, they, you know, hit me up with some emojis back and I think they appreciate the play. So that's why I think I have actually ran into people too, other users that I've seen on multiple nights where I've played them multiple nights. So. Even though Uh-oh. I don't have any sort of, uh, you know, verbal contact with them, I've run across the same set of people numerous times, even playing ranked too as well. So because I'm signing on about the same time every night, so so I'm kind of get, I'm getting the feels a little bit because of the fact that the you know it's not the biggest community, Virtual Fighter Five, so it's like I am running across 
people in my same skill set. And the thing about doing rank mode is that there is a level that you gather based on your wins and losses and you go up ranks and whatnot. So on there, I believe I'm like level 24 right now. And so you could actually lose rank if you lose enough matches in a row too as well. So, so but, um, I've been having no problems with connections. You know, I'm not joining with someone and it's like laggy or anything like that everything's been pretty good even though this game doesn't have rollback netcode no there's a segment of the community that does want rollback for virtua fighter but i think they're being ignored <laughs> unfortunately on there but uh, i think there's also a number in the community that wants this game out for something other than playstation because they want to grow the community maybe have it on steam or something so is it called uh -huh. ultimate showdown or ultimate evolution Ultimate Evolution, I think. It might be Ultimate Showdown. Let me go and look. It's Friday night, you know. I'm like going off fumes from this past work week. So it's Ultimate well, no, Showdown. Because, yeah, the reason why I was looking for I was looking for salt salty streams with you on it. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there is no stream, sir. You no never stream. know. It could be someone else's. You know. No, but there's the thing is know. you gotta have that you gotta have that voices though. Yeah, there's but. no voices, so Okay. And don't over exaggerate because I'm not that pained on my matches, sir. So I never said you were. I'm just saying you're very emotional. That's okay. I'm not I don't think I'm emotional, so I'm just like damn it. Nothing like our I'm like, like and like, you know, putting a hole in the wall or anything like the that. The will to win. The, the yes, there you go. The will to win. I just didn't want that, you to like I just don't want you to like, you know, pick up your TV and drop it off a cliff into a volcano. No, that's Tekken, sorry. <laughs> my fault mistakes were made and, and last <laughs> but not least during my playlist <laughs> last but not least i've been playing uh some more destiny 2 specifically shadow keep and beyond light so uh for game night last night i was like working like the sob to try to get destiny 2 to work on my pc games pass and i didn't get audio i was like fumbling, really? bumbling See? And I wound up, uh, because I never switched my sound off from um, speakers over to my headset, that's the reason why I wasn't hearing any audio, so it's user error, so I fumbled and bumbled through it, but uh, yeah, Destiny 2 is on Games Pass, uh, at least on the PC side, and so I was able to dip into a few of the Beyond Light missions, will be on there until April 11th, and so I do have good good week and a half if i want to experience that you know i know it's on sale right now but i'll have to wait until after may the first if i do pick up the campaign but i also am been playing a little bit of the shadow keep campaign which came back out in october 2019 and i never played any of the single player content in that campaign so you know it's like that content's only like two and a half years old it's kind of crazy mm -hmm. But uh, I've been enjoying doing some of the uh, story missions on the moon. I think going back to the moon is fun. I think uh, Beyond Light's kind of cool, too, because of the new area as well. So, I mean, I'll dip into Destiny. Like I said in previous episodes, I'm not going to do strikes because, one, you guys are not playing. And, two, I'm not going to be doing any Crucible or anything. Like you might be so, doing able to do it with Chase when Chase pops on. That might be yeah. I good. I was playing with Chase, you know, yeah. Chase crucial chase our good friend you know we showed up for game night even all three of us <laughs> weren't around for game night right at six so gotta give kudos for him to, for being yeah. consistent on there i know 
I was busy. Work. Uh, Kevin had some errands to run. Uh, Desmond was watching Morbius live yesterday, so that's where good movie. But yeah, um, I know we talked last episode that our game night was going to be based on Monster on the Rise. I know John BT was under the weather, so that's why he didn't show up. Which I'm kind of grateful because we're all busy, and that's what was going to be the main focus in the next week or two is that we're going to get back in Monster on the Rise. But uh, that's pretty much been my week of uh, games on here. Uh, so. Destiny 2's on, or Destiny 2, the Witch Queen is on sale right now for like 30% off in some places. So if you're yeah. thinking about, you know, I don't know, I know you're on your, you're on your, um, your uh, purge right now. Not your purge, your um, fast. Your, you yeah, you're fast. Yeah. But I think, you know, if anyone else is, is thinking about it, you might, you, you might want to take a look at it. If you're thinking about popping in uh, for well, a game. Beyond Light is like even more cheap than that. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking to just dip into the story content, I mean, definitely. Uh, I don't know if it's something that you might be thinking about, Desmond. So Most likely, no. Okay. I know we talked about Ad Nauseam, you know, unless it has a three in it, no way, no how, no chance, right? Yeah, probably not, unfortunately. Well, that's it for me. What about you, Kev? What you been up to? What you been playing? So I've been up to the same thing I was up to last week, minus the overtime. So I didn't get to play that game <laughs> this past week, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. But I've been playing more Forbidden West. Made I am very well into the Forbidden West, you know, from a geographical standpoint. I'm in the Forbidden West, and I'm having a blast. I've unlocked i did another cauldron so i've unlocked some more machine overrides the the one thing though that i i have i would i would have thought that riding the uh velociraptor mech would have been a little bit more fun it's fun it's it's very well animated you know gravity just the the design of these new mechs is just absolutely fantastic but it's not really good in combat. I mean, it, at least when you're using it, you can't use its uh, its ranged weapons. And I was hoping that you could use the ranged weapons when you're when you were riding it. Unfortunately, you cannot do that. I guess they they felt like it might give you a little bit too much of an advantage. But um, I've got some maxed out weapons classes. The only thing I have to do was up their stats to be super, super primo and get a couple more of the higher level. Um, oh, gosh, what do they call those? Uh, uh, modifications, weapon mods uh, for the for certain slots that can amplify uh, whatever. Uh, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Guess I'm I'm old. I can't think. Like uh, status. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Whatever status that weapon is designed for. Like if you've got a uh, purge water bow, which deals water damage, and you put in a mod that increases purge water or may add a uh, passive effect to that bow, like increased impact damage. So there's a whole lot of twicks and tweaks that you can make with your weapon out loadout with regards to modification. Same that you could in, same thing you could do in the first game, but uh, 
I think there might be a little bit more um, intricacy involved, particularly when you look at the uh, skill the, the skill tree. I've got one skill tree just about maxed out. I think I have one thing to open up there, and uh, I've got probably a couple more that I want to open up in some of the other skills in some of the other trees. But man, overall, I'm just having a blast with that game. The only other the other game that I had an opportunity to play. Was chorus still having fun with that? Just a little bit of chorus didn't really make too much progress in it. Still a fun arcade space shooter. Um, uh, story is is kind of moving from uh, huh to what? <laughs> if 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 that makes any if that makes any sense, is it like skip to like hit the like? x button to forward and not pay attention to any cinematics or anything no it's just that it's it's not like this game was well acted to begin with but it seems like the actress particularly the woman playing the your character it's just like she just started phoning it in i mean there is there is a distinct difference in from her dialogue or her monologue, because she spends most of the time talking to herself in the beginning of the game to where I am now. I mean, there's like one time where she's just like, it's almost like she's reading in this monotone verbatim. It's like someone had just handed her the script and she's just reading it. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yes, it's time for us to get to to destroy this i'm like okay you weren't even trying (laughs) she just kind of gave up towards the end she's just like ah man she's like just give me my check (laughs) yep she's like she stopped leaving she's like no mm -mm. good not that not that there was a whole lot to work with anyway but it's like it's like come on y'all just 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 try but where the where the story and the acting is lacking. It more than makes up for it in the Twitch arcade 3D space action. So still still a blast to play. And, of course, the other game I've been playing is Grid Legend. Still having a blast with that. The, the opposite when it comes to the acting. Uh, with, uh, <laughs> you know, in comparison to Chorus. And Grid Legends, by all accounts, should not be as good as it is when it comes to the to the actors and the acting that's being done. This really should be cringe, but it isn't. Even if, like I said before, even parts of the game where the writing is not as good as it should have been or something is said, it is these actors are on point. And they make up for less than ideal writing. Uh, and not to mention the fact that Grid Legends, from a gameplay perspective, is just it's the best racer out there that is not a sim right now uh, for modern systems. So that, that series in and of itself is fantastic. Uh, so I would highly recommend anybody who's... You don't have to start with the first one. There's no continuing story grid legends is a whole beast unto itself um 
I would suggest people just start with Grid Legends, and if you like that, then maybe see what some of the other some of the earlier games played like. Uh, but it, but it's great. I too also have um, the new Kirby game. I had planned to play it before this. Sh- we recorded this show, but did not get around to it, unfortunately. Uh, I have some time off coming up, so hopefully, I well, I'm sure I'll be able to take some time jump back in jump into it not jump back into it jump into it because i definitely want to check out uh, kirby's latest adventure but that is all i have been playing so uh des what you've been up to man well a lot of the same stuff as last time uh still playing spider-man uh still trying to burn through it i'm i'm at the the, the sort of the apex um portion of it so we'll see what happens uh, i mean I'll, I'll beat it again there's definitely no no thing about that like it'll, it'll be beaten again i cannot wait uh but i really am wanting to get on to um miles but you know it'll happen and i'll, and I'll get to it and it'll be it'll be cool um i am also been playing uh, Tainted Grail Conquest. Uh, it's the card game. It was the impetus for the question that we're going to be talking about today because I've really been... Um, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, deck deck type builders and and, and games of, of that nature. So so we'll have a pretty good conversation, I think, during the main event. So, uh, But I've been really enjoying it as well. Um, and then the game that I've really been sinking more time into... And it's been Final Fantasy Origin, Strangers in Paradise. That game is just silly. And it's just it's just so much fun. Like, and just watching. And I thought, I totally thought that Jack would get super annoying just because of how he he acts and 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 like how he talks and, and, and all that stuff, but is not. Like he is just he's just hilarious. He's just his his delivery, everything that he does. Uh, how he talks about stuff is just is just the silliest and I mean if you're not playing this game you're really missing out because he is just like he's just that guy that just completely takes all of it away but by that I mean he's like he doesn't want to talk about anybody like he doesn't want to talk about um he he doesn't want to talk to anybody about anything if it's not dealing with chaos. Like people will start their long diatribes or their or the or you'll meet someone and they'll start wanting to tell you a story and he'll be like, Stop. This is have anything to do with chaos. And they're like, Well, no. And it's like, well, I don't want to hear it. Get to the point. <laughs> I'm just like like I've never seen a, a a the antagonist just do that and be that short with people is just is just hilarious to me and i just he just makes me like he just makes me laugh whenever i see the stuff and then the and then i thought that i would get tired of the executions of, of like the crystal where where he, he smacks them and executes them it's just, i don't you know i mean like he's sitting over here body slamming horses and throwing them off cliffs and you're just like what and 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 every time you beat a boss it's nay, just, brother nay yeah 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 <laughs> but every time he beats uh every time he beats up a boss it's like this huge like smackdown that he gives them and 
you know, I beat this one guy down. He's like, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. He's getting his ass kicked. He's like, I'll show you what you want. I'll tell you what you want to know. Just, just stop beating my ass, you know. <laughs> this, is, this is so good. And, and, and yeah, one of the, some of the people were saying that, like, the, the, the levels are, are relatively linear. And there are places, little hidden things that you can go to. And, and each place that you go to has two has two events. You have the main story event and then you have a side quest that you have to do or that you can do for each level, you know, and and the game is the game is hard uh, because you you purposely go into these levels under under level because because I know that you're going to get so much loot. I mean, there is so much loot in this game. I, I have just been and you get so much loot um, and because I'm still trying to unlock classes and I don't know which class I'm going to use. I don't. I haven't been keeping any loot. I've just been uh, breaking it down in order to use it to make my armor stronger, because it's much easier to make your armor stronger than it is to make your weapons stronger. So, so if you focus on your, if you focus on your um, armor, it's much easier to 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 go through. Not not much easier, but but it's easier to go through the levels. So I'm starting to get the flow of the game in which you're supposed to, you know, get all your gear together. All the drops you get, dismantle them, build up, you know, one or two armor sets of the of the jobs that you like or 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 just one overarching armor set that you like and then pump it up, um, pump it up and then go and then continue on until you get uh, something else. And there's these anima shards that you can use to unlock uh, nodes for for classes that you don't want to play if you want to if you want to open up prestigious and like legendary classes or whatever they're called so i haven't used any of that because i've or any of the anima shards because um i've just been playing the game just to see what i could get and and who you know just basically what i could get and 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 who the the um the characters sorry who the classes are and what they do and i mean the game is really the game is really good if you haven't played it i really I really think that you should you should uh, go to your local library and rent it if you want. You know, go to your friend's house if they have it and check it out because it's it's really a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I didn't think that I would have a lot of fun, but I think this is the type of this is the type of um, I guess Souls like game that I like. There's no there's no um, what is it? There's no like stamina bars. The, what they did is they changed uh, they changed the stamina bar into like your break gauge and your and your and and how you dodge sorry how you uh block and so there's different ways that you block um what like I said in the last episode but there's different ways that you block and that's how you manage the stuff and so you can get really kind of technical with this game if you want um so yeah I think that you should really check it out if you haven't but that has been like that has been the game that I've really like enjoyed like 100 so you definitely should try it but that's all i've been playing really um i downloaded a couple new games i'm trying to get them the most out of my game pass and so i downloaded a couple more games so i probably will be uh slumming i mean going over and trying it out at a <laughs> on game on slumming. game pass there's, there's so, nothing wrong with game game pass I, I, there's nothing wrong with it i think that it's fantastic. weird west or what are you what are you downloading yeah weird west is, is one is one that i is one that i um slumming. It's, it's one that I downloaded, and I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely try it out. There's a few yeah. games on there I've been needing to fire up. Uh, that. Yeah, 
Weird West, End of Eternity. Uh, yeah, Edge of Eternity. Yeah, I downloaded that one too. You know, I'm 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 ready to I'm ready. If you wanna if you wanna, you know, I, and I keep okay. So let me tell you this. Whenever Joe and so Joe and I usually play almost every night. You know, and Kevin will pop in a uh, little bit later. But Joe and I usually you know play every night. And Joe will text me and he'll be like, Hey, you wanna play games? I'll text him. So I'll say, Hey, you wanna play games? And then I'll ask him, okay, what system? And it's always like PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. I'm like, okay, so I don't care. So, so yeah. So I'm just saying, it's your fault, Joe. It's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. Be assertive, there, Buster. You're right. I should be assertive. <laughs> I should say, Joe. You want to play? You know, you can play on Xbox all you want no. during the day when I'm working. No. <laughs> But I want to play. But I want during to play. the day when I'm working, and when I get off work, and when I do all my duties and stuff, and then when I want to relax and play, guess what? You can hop on the system I want to hop on. How about that? Look at him. <laughs> uh, horrible. Good See how he is. Tell it like it is. Oh, play God. that Xbox on your own time. You ain't gonna yeah, waste exactly. my time. Play that Xbox on your own time, sir. Jeez. Tell it like it is. <laughs> but that's all I've been playing. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So that is going to move us into our next topic on our docket, which is going to be the main event. So, Dez, I'm passing the mic back to you, man. Alrighty, so on this week's main event, uh, the question was, are you a fan of card-based deck-building games like Slay the Spire, Tainted Grail, Hearthstone, and others? Why or why not? Let us know your opinion on this game, and if you're a fan, and we'll discuss your responses on the episode. So, I'm going to start with you, Kev. Uh, what are your thoughts on games like this? You know, are you are you a fan of them, or do they not float your boat, or or uh, or can they die in a fire? I mean, what what is your... <laughs> What are your thoughts, buddy? I have no comment at all because I have never played a deck building game. Really? Like nothing that had nothing? no the the maybe the closest to it was Gwent when I had The Witcher Three. Yeah. Okay. But I just did the tutorial, <laughs> and I just wanted to get back to the main game. I'm yeah. Sorry. I, you know, I just like, I didn't, I didn't spend this money to sit here playing cards. Yeah. Yeah. So, I can understand that. <laughs> so I, I can't, I can't say that I have, that I don't care for the genre or that I do care for the genre because I've never tried it. So I wish I had a perspective just to give you, but unfortunately no. I do not. That's still totally fine. And I, and I think that a lot of card games uh, exist in the indie space and like, and I just remember card games have been around for a very long time. And I know that there's tons of card games that are on like mobile apps and stuff. And I think that uh, there's a lot of indie games that that come from that genre. And 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 I think that uh, that genre is 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 a great way for people to break in to um, break into the field of video games and doing deck building roguelites and stuff like that. I, I think which one it, which one would you recommend for someone who's never even tried the genre at all on on any platform? Which well, give me two that you would recommend. Basically, because they're free on uh, they're free would be uh, Tainted Grail, the one that I've been playing, because that is not a static card game. 
Like that actually has people and you're running around and you're doing fights. Um, but I know you and I know you're not really a fan of turn base. And so the one thing that happens is a lot of a lot of um, the card games are turn based. So I have to let me let me get back to you and I'll mention that on the next show. But I know okay. Tainted Grill would be great because you can actually run around and there's a 3D rendering of your character and you're running around and, and it has a really good story. Um, well, Slay the Spire is on PlayStation Plus uh, coming up this month. Yeah, so. but Tainted Grail and Slay the Spire are inspired by... So when Slay the Spire came out, it inspired uh, a, a, a... Not I want to say it's... It, it kind of pushed forward a lot of new deck building ideas and, and how the UI, where you pick a card at the bottom and you do, and the card is your move. Um, and then you do, do different moves. And so there's a, there's a lot of... Um, nuance that can go into the to the different types of uh cards that you draw and how your deck is and stuff like that so so um and like playing the odds and and all this other stuff um so and and those games video games like that uh they've taken or or creators have taken a lot of that uh probability and dice rolling and and kind of made it put it onto like a really flashy coat so another really good one would be monster train which is another a one and and i'm trying to give you ones that that if you you know got a wild hair and you wanted to put and you didn't want to spend any money on they're all on uh, a lot of these are on uh game pass right now so you could definitely try those try those if you're really interested but i personally am really liking tainted grill i think it's a really cool game and how they're doing it and and really adding a um, a, a role-playing element to it. Yeah, it's really cool, you know, and, and town building and stuff like that. So I definitely think that you should, you should definitely try it um, if you're interested. I mean, it definitely, it's not for everybody. Uh, it can get a bit static sometimes in between, um, in between the, um, uh, uh, when you're running up to, to, when you're doing the missions and whatnot, it, it can be a little static. So, and they all kind of all play the same, so. But I would definitely say Tainted Grail to start off. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, Gerald on Discord says, nah, never been into card-based games. Just not my bag. My favorite genre are action-adventure type of games, open-world Western RPGs. Okay. Totally fair. Totally fair. Uh, Crucial Chase on Discord says, I guess I should try some. That's not Hearthstone. Didn't like that. I do like regular analog MTG. That's Magic the Gathering. I'm super interested in inscription though. Super looks super weird and cool. So, so yeah, uh, a lot of these games, um, there are other types of real world uh, inspirations from these games. Magic the Gathering being one of them, in which you have a deck of cards. It, you, it's an analog, so it's in the real world, and you're playing, you're playing your cards and your spells, and you're doing all this stuff. I don't want to get the nuances of that, but a lot of that has been transferred to to the digital format. And Hearthstone is one of them where you have like you have like a uh, a number of life points, and then you have creatures that are in front of you that fight the battle for you, and you play your creatures, and you spend some kind of a resource to to to, to play your creature that attacks the other player, and you have to get through their line of defense and whatnot, and that's kind of back and forth, and that's what like Hearthstone, uh, Magic Gathering, Arena um, are like, and then one of the games that he's talking about, Inscription is is a new game that came out a couple months ago and it's just like bonkers it takes that format and it just makes it really eerie and creepy and it's very meta and it's very self-aware of itself 
and and it's just um it's it, it like tries to bend the card game to its uh to its whims and so you're playing against this weird like innkeeper and you're kind of trapped there but then there's also environmental puzzles that you have to do to try to escape um and you have to it's weird because you like you use teeth as your resource to try to do certain teeth like little teeth and you have to pull your teeth out to do it it's, it's a really weird or someone has teeth i don't know how you get the teeth but it's a, it's a weird game and he puts on these weird masks and his eyes are always like um like spinning like 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 hypnotist wheel spin and when you see those black and white where they're swirling his eyes are like that it's a very weird game um but but that's what i mean it's like this genre is just rife for different um it's just ripe for different uh, iterations of that same formula so um yeah if you want a really weird game and you haven't played it yet uh inscription would be the one that i think that you should try because it looks super weird and looks super cool too so uh joe what's uh what is your thoughts on uh card-based deck building games i have never played a card-based deck building game on i thought you have so, uh you know i've i have numerous friends that play magic the gathering including you but i have never dabbled in this genre unfortunately huh. I and thought you so, and I, I thought you and I might have played might have played one before. Hmm. Uh, only one I could say, and I'm not sure if it's a deck building game, is uh, Cold Sep on here. Cold Sep, if you don't know, it's a card based game, but it's kind of similar to Monopoly. But you gain cards to be able to play on there, and you're going around mm -hmm. a board usually on there. Yeah. And uh, that game originally came out uh, back in the day uh for playstation 2 i think it was uh released in the u.s i know that there's uh, previous like uh editions of the series in japan but uh cold set originally was published by capcom came out on ps2 and then um cold set saga came out for 360 that was published by uh bandai namco on there and i know it's worth lots of money but uh um, I played both of those, and there's also a Cold Sep game that came out for 3DS not too long ago called Cold Sep uh, Second on there. Um, mm -hmm. On there, actually, no, it's Cold Sep Revolt. Excuse me. Yeah. On there, so pretty pretty much, I enjoyed those games. You know, I played them because it's a board game with card-based combat. Yeah. On there, and so I don't think it's a point to where I'm making a deck like if I was playing MTG or Yu Gi Oh or uh, Pokemon or something like that, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised I never true. played the Pokemon CCG um, game on the Game Boy because I knew I thought about picking that up, mm -hmm. but yeah, and I've uh, yeah, but that that games like that are like the forefathers of 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 um collectible card games and then their 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 brothers and sisters on in in the digital genre like i definitely believe games like that are, are are where a lot of this stuff started and there's other different types of iterations of these uh square enix just released that one uh what is it voice of the oh, cards voice of the cards yeah there's yeah. a couple in the series that's by the same guy that uh, produced the uh, uh near series also did the Dra dragon guard series as well yeah you know, the and crazy guy with the the um metal head in the middle yeah i forgot that guy's name okay. yeah so did i but that's but i'm but i'm serious like it's stuff like that um and i know and and a lot of people go in it for the artwork and the cards because and, and the way the cards look and so there's a bit of an artistic aspect of it as well um 
And it, it is a genre into itself. And that's a straight up role playing game in which you have a little pond and you turn over as you're as all the, like the whole field is a set of cards and the cards flip over. And then you're building, you, you know, your, your your spells are your cards and your weapons are your cards and stuff. So so I, again, I think the genre is ready to have like a lot more and kind of, you know, I don't want to say come out of the shadows because I don't think it was ever in the shadows. It's just, I, I just, and I think in the past it's been underrepresented, but it's definitely coming to the forefront uh, a lot more given, given games like that one and inception and, and, and other games. Um, and, and the more that they get ported over to consoles, uh, we might be able to see more. Um, and Fred French, uh, 2017 on Twitter says, oh, Mr. Mustard, your friend and mine says, uh, the games look interesting, but no one around me plays any of them. If I knew someone who could take me under their wing and teach me, then I'd probably play and enjoy, but I'm not up for learning myself and I got enough going on anyway. And yeah, I mean, I can totally understand that, especially learning, um, learning, uh, like in person or analog, like uh, an analog card game, like Pokemon or magic or anything like that. It's a lot of, it's a lot of information to learn, you know, and I'm still learning and I've been playing for damn near eight years now. Um, I tried to play Pokemon, but I just couldn't get into it. And then I've never played like Yu-Gi-Oh or any other games. My main stay is MTG. Um, but again, I, I just think it's, it's one of those, it's one of those, um, genres that that i really wanted to ask a question about to, sh to shed a little bit more light on it um because there are other different types of video game experiences that we can have um and i'm thinking that you know by again putting more light on it and letting folks know uh what's out there that they might find a couple of new games that they could play and enjoy so well so i mean if you want to maybe help people in the community i don't know if it's a multiplayer game or not but uh... Uh, it is not and that's another thing that's really sad is a lot of these games are single player um and so uh unless you're playing like a unless you're playing like a a a, a digital battling card game like hearthstone or like um mtg arena or something like there's that's the problem with it a lot of the a lot of them are single are, are single person experiences and i think I, when we're able to get a really good deck builder that's a multiplayer game um that's actually people working together you know to 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 form a goal uh or, or to solve a problem or do something together i think that's what really really cool um maybe like some deck building beat them up who knows you know um yeah for out there listening go do it go make it <laughs> i know i played a like a game back in the super nintendo days called arcana that used cards for combat but that was just Probably. basically a card based like uh battling system it's nothing where you had to like assemble a deck of cards yeah. and you know yeah i mean that's you... another thing it's like you're not really assembling the deck well the, you start off with the deck and then and then as you progress in the game you you unlock newer cards to make your deck stronger and you get rid of cards you know, that way you can remember it's all about pulling the right the right cards at the right time to do your moves and to chain them together and stuff like that for, for a lot of games. Yeah. So but that's just Man. but that's just how it's but that's just usually the um the the mechanic for, for playing the game. I played Uno on the three sixty, does that count? That does count. I've played I've I've played uh Risk on my phone many a times. And that's the risk is pretty hard though. But that's not a card game. <laughs> well, I know Uno is infamous on the 360 because that was the initial webcam game of choice, you know. Oh. <laughs> See, why you got to take it there? Oh. Why you got to take it there, Joe? Hmm. 
Well, I guess I've never played Uno or Risk. You need to play Uno at least. Okay. <laughs> okay we'll play we're Uno without without cameras. How about that? It, yes. Or we yes. play in person. I think that'd be even better. So. Yeah, Uno's hilarious. When I whenever I get my together with my family um, down in Fresno, we play Uno. It's fantastic, and they're cutthroat about it. Ooh. So. <laughs> like playing Bones or something. Uh, sometimes. But they usually don't play that. We usually play, we usually just play Uno because it's fun and it's uh, it can be relatively quick. But all right, everybody. So thank you so much, everybody, for taking the time to to uh, to respond to this question. As always, at the end of the show, Kevin will be giving you another shout out and telling you how you can be a part of our main event. Uh, and the main event question for next show is with the reveal of the new playstation plus ooh, ah, ooh, we're gonna be talking about that in the news stay tuned what are your thoughts uh which tier is right for you not using it at all is an option too <laughs> like if you just want to stick not want to get it or stick with something else but i do think that you know having options is 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 really really cool uh joe's gonna give you some more in- information on the news section and we're gonna talk a little bit about it but we're gonna save our our main thoughts uh for next week so please stick around uh but yeah without further ado i'll turn it back over to kevin thanks all right so thanks for going through the main event with our listeners des and that's going to push us into the next topic on the docket which is going to be the news All right, Jabroni Chief, you on yeah, deck? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about first thing was the big hubbub of the week, which happens to be that the PlayStation Plus Spartacus, I could finally put Spartacus away and refer to the movie 300 <laughs> <laughs> and put that away because, you know, this whole thing that has been talked about for months is finally unveiled and lo and behold it's basically the almost exactly like the <laughs> Trier's uh, um, article way back uh, when uh, he initially leaked this uh, from coming out so PlayStation Plus is expanding it's actually going to be launching in June uh, this is basically just PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now kind of becoming like a one service in different tiers and so uh, first off you have the playstation plus essential which is basically your playstation plus as you know it right now um you basically get two monthly downloadable games on here i know it's been three games because they added a ps5 game on top of two ps4 games so i'm not sure if that's going to continue once june rolls around um, exclusive discounts, cloud storage for save games, and then online multiplayer access. On there, there are no changes for existing PlayStation Plus members in this tier, so there's no big deal on this. If this, if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you are re- retaining the essential uh, package. The essential price is $9.99 monthly, or $24.99 quarterly, or more importantly, $59.99 a year yearly, which commonly can be found on sale during Black Friday and other times for as cheap as like 32, 33 bucks, depending on there. So now the extra stuff though, a PlayStation Plus Extra, which is the next tier up, it provides all the benefits from the essential tier. And then it adds a catalog of up to 400 of the quote unquote, most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games on there. I don't know what most enjoyable would mean, but we'll have to see. And this includes 
blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners on here. Um, I know some of the games that are promised for this particular tier include Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal on there. So, so all of these games are going to be available in this extra tier. And the price for this extra tier is $14.99 a month or $99.99 yearly on there. So if you're paying the yearly price, it's only 40 bucks extra from the initial PlayStation Plus. And if you do the math, 40 bucks minus divided by 12 would get you a particular sum on there. And you know, if you're looking at doing that, it's literally just an additional $3.33 uh, to get the extra tier on there. And then last but not least, there's the PlayStation Plus Premium. PlayStation Plus Premium has all the benefits from Essential and Extra, plus adds on top some of the PlayStation Now benefits. So you get 340 additional games, including PS3 games, available via cloud streaming. And then also, too, you get a catalog of classic games available in both streaming and download options from PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and, and PSP games as well. On there, also, they're offering cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium uh, tiers and markets where PlayStation Now is currently available on there. So you could stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles, and also you could uh, do all this on PC if you so wish to do so on here. And also, they're offering in this tier, time-limited game trials will be offered, also offered on there. So you could try games uh, before you buy them. So a lot of times, you know, you're playing the demo, like, you know, like Stranger of Paradise right now has a demo. That's a demo that was curated and brought out onto the store by Square Enix on here. The game trials are similar to, like, where, you know, you get to play, like, the first two campaign, you know, two story missions, or play, like, up to five hours into a particular game like grid legends right now is available on uh, ea ea plus is ea not ea ea, EA play. play there you go uh, up to 10 hours on there so this particular tier is 17.99 monthly or 119.99 yearly so that's basically just twice the price of playstation plus essential on there so and so there you go. There's your uh, tiers. That's your value, quote unquote, on here. We're going to see this starting in June. So I know they said that that's going to have an initial launch in several markets in Asia, followed by North America, Europe, and the rest of the world where PlayStation Plus is offered. Uh, we aim to have most PSN territories live on our new PlayStation Plus game subscription service by the end of the first half of 2022. So that's going to be by the end of June of 2022 on there. And then the cloud streaming benefit will also uh, be expanded to additional markets, which they'll provide more details at a later date. Problem with this right now, um, at least in some people's eyes, is that it doesn't hold a candle to Xbox Games Pass, but hey, guess what? It's not meant to be a Game Pass type service. Uh, you know, if you look at both of them side by side, you could see where they're different services. They're not the same. And so I know there was a lot of hubbub 
on the internet. A lot of people saying, this is what I waited for. You know, there was a lot of hype because of the Jason Schreier uh, rumor mongering since like the beginning of the year, end of last year, and talking about this. And, you know, of course, you know, fortunately, the journalists out there and fanboys have kind of taken this ball and kind of rolled with it, you know. And I, you know, for me at least, I'm just expecting just PlayStation Plus with that added stuff, like some aspects of now, hopefully, um, making now a little bit better in a way because you know a lot of the games on playstation now i've already have in my back catalog or if it's games i you know didn't feel the need to keep my playstation now subscription so and so i'm kind of excited for this because it's just something on top of our something a service i already have remember 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 we're going to save some of this for next time too we don't want to we want to we want to save some of it of course yeah, a lot of our this, you know, main event questions that we have for next week is that we're, you know, we're giving our overall opinion now, but we want to hear what you guys have to say next week as well mm-hmm. on this. So, but, uh, you know, I got into it a little bit, uh, you know, uh, I saw something on Twitter by um, GHR Maverick uh, from GH Radio. And I know when we record that um, show, if you also listen to that show as well. On there, you know, Alfred, unfortunately, went on Twitter and he just, you know, went ahead and said, oh, you're getting less and paying more. <laughs> and it's like, uh, there's nothing to me than the you know, one. I'm not faulting him to have an opinion on the subject, but I don't like the fact that, um, you know, he's stating false information because, you know, PlayStation Plus, even at the most premium tier, which is the involving with the streaming and whatnot, is $119.99 a year. Um, Game Pass Ultimate, even if you're getting the Ultimate Edition of Game Pass, you're looking at $50 for three months. They do not offer a 12-month subscription for Game Pass on here. So that costs out-of-pocket usually uh, $200. And so, you know, for someone to state that, oh, you're paying more for PlayStation Plus Premium and getting less games, I mean, you know, you got to look at Game Pass. You are getting, you know, your first party Microsoft Studio games day one and date, plus a curated amount of indies. Uh, you're getting about, say, give or take about 100 and 20 games give or take and games are going in and out of the service as well and game pass in of itself by itself is a great service in my opinion i think uh, game pass and xbox are synonymous with each other even more so uh, i don't think anyone out there should own an xbox without owning game pass and i don't think anyone buying game pass subscription shouldn't own an xbox or having a windows pc to play on you know i think all three of us kind of approach xbox as a game pass machine on there we're not you know because of the fact that we're not dedicating our uh, preferences to xbox as our main source of gaming that you know we're not buying games for xbox and therefore the only games that we usually will play on xbox are xbox exclusive titles and stuff that rolls through game pass on here so so any thoughts on any of this uh either you des or you kev and the kevin start (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, I think this is what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's been kind of paying attention, particularly to uh, 
Jim Ryan's comments of late. I mean, I mean, just about since, or maybe even a little bit before the uh, Spartacus overhaul was rumored. I mean, the guy's been saying, look, day and date for our first party games is not going to work for us. And the reason why it's not going to work is because you need people to buy these games that cost 150, 200, 250 million dollars to make. You can't throw them on a pay for play or not pay for play, but a paid service when a lot of your people that are on there are still living off that $1 conversion or creating new accounts and still getting those dollars and one one to three dollar deals, you, you can't continue to have that level of quality and put that on a service-based model. It's just not going to work. And I think what we've seen is just what we've expected. It is a it is a, a smushing of PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. Now, for myself personally, I'm debating between the the top two tiers. I'm kind of thinking that I'm going to be looking at, uh, what was that? What are they called? Not essential, but uh, uh, the mid the extra, extra. Extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, think I'm of the gum. Yeah. I'm thinking the extra, extra. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to be leaning more toward that. The only thing that is going to make me consider premium, and I'm going to try premium at some point, maybe just, you know, try it out for a month and see what's going on, is the prospect of all those PS1 to PS3 titles. But I have to be honest with myself. How much time am I really going to be spending playing those old games and for me probably not a whole lot so i'm thinking if i did go with premium outside of the times where i just get that that urge to you know now now if they if they say they got they got uh um i mean even though i have hard copies of these games they drop beautiful joe and uh, Maximo and God Hand and you know hell even the bouncer you know as 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 craptastic as that game was and all of these uh, you know heaven forbid they put uh, Def Jam Fight for New York in there um, if they start dropping titles like that into premium. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to roll with premium because those are games. Because I'm, I don't have a working domestic PS2 anymore. I have a. I have a Japanese PlayStation 2, but I don't have a working PS2 domestic anymore. And I still have a lot of my games. But when I lost, when I lost, um, <clears throat> or when my PS2 domestic stopped working. Unfortunately, I took a whole lot of those games that I had and traded them in for other stuff, and I started buying Japanese imports. So I have a lot of Sega Ages stuff. I have a lot of Neo Geo stuff. I have a lot of arcade collections. 
a couple of them that only I think only came out in Japan. I'm I'm not 100% sure on that, but I've got a ton of those, right? Um, but I my U.S. library of PlayStation 2 titles is is not as robust as I thought it was. <laughs> as I thought it was, I discovered that fairly recently. So, you know, I I might see look into trying to build that up with a with a couple of with a few more titles i still got maximo um but and, and god hand but i mean there are so many others that are just escaping my mind right now i mean the playstation 2 had just this killer library and if they start dropping those games those gems like uh what was that one game where you were the uh, they didn't have the actual licensed uh, uh, kaiju, but you were basically King Kong and Godzilla and or the monsters or uh, yeah yeah okay. games like David that they start, yeah they start dropping gems like that man I'm gonna have to be in the I'm gonna have to be in premium I'm gonna have I to think, be in premium. I think War of the Monsters is actually available mm-hmm. right now for purchase on PS4. It's a PS4, PS2 game uh, mm-hmm. that's available, so you might check that out. So, And it would be interesting to know if for those games that are downloadable, if people will be able to buy them outside of the service overall. You know, yeah, that's that one of the questions too. that everyone has right now about it. Yeah. You know? I think it'd be good because, you know, if I don't want the service, but I want to still play a ps1 game ps2 game i should have the ability to be able to purchase it so i know with xbox especially with a lot of the stuff that they made back compat with their program you can purchase in fact they had to make it to where you know unless there's a a few oddball games on xbox that are not available in the store like 50 cent you know hit that ramp hit that ramp hit that ramp 50 Crystal Skull and all that wonderful stuff that you can't buy that game on the store, but uh, most of the games you could pick up in the Xbox uh, game store if need be. So we'll see what happens on there. Kind of take it from that. Uh, Desmond, did you have any comments about this as well for PlayStation Plus? Um, I think Kevin summed it up quite well in in asking, like, what are we getting? You know, um, I do believe that I do believe that you got to ask yourself, like, which tier is best for you? And I say, number one, I think it's fantastic that they gave, uh, they're giving their um, their consumers uh, a way to uh, options. Like, I, I'm happy that I'm seeing options for how how we can spend our money with PlayStation. I, I always love options. I think it's great. And it seems like there's they're really kind of spelling it out um, what you're going to be getting. I do want to know what type of games are the are the the backwards compat. Like, are we talking full libraries? Are we talking, you know, like when I said libraries, like full full libraries from studios? Um, I would assume all of their all of their in-house uh, owned studios a lot of those old games will be on that service. It would be silly if they weren't. Uh, so I do believe that they're going to be on there. So that, that should give us some idea of what to expect. Uh, but for right now, I am really happy about it. Um, number one, because it gives us an option besides just having games pass. I think, again, options are fantastic. 
Um, what tier I'm going to get, I really don't know at this moment. I mean, at this point, I'm kind of stuck right in the middle, and I think a lot of people are going to be right in the middle. Um, but for me, I think I think that's you know a good place to stop for me because I really want to hear what all of you are going to be saying um, out there, and I really cannot wait to hear what your responses are going to be like you know and of course we'll read it all um no 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 shade on xbox you know if you're an xbox fan you know uh come on give us your thoughts uh we really want to have a conversation about this um and yeah. and just for joe's sake because i know he's probably thinking this just come with your facts though you know <laughs> but come uh, with the facts yeah you well, know, I, you know, car facts. you know, it just, uh, unfortunately, my Twitter conversation kind of devolved into MLB, the show day one, baby. And yeah. It's like, okay. MLB well, you don't play it. But maybe you don't play it. And I'm not, I'm not in the rep game. It's like, oh, we got this day one exclusive lockdown. It's well, like, come on. Okay. I think, I, but I think, I think folks are still, we're, we're also being funny though. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's still, that's still hella hilarious though. You know, I know. It's, a, and, it's all fun. It's all fun for sure. Yeah, and people love people love to um to put out their their what is it? What would you say, Kev? Put out their crumb it's side. It's cap. It's cr- it's crumb side cap. Yeah. yeah I mean, but it's still cap. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's all fun and games and jokes and haha and nobody's going to at least nobody in our circles is going to start beef over some plastic boxes produced by mega billion corporations that don't give a damn about any of us anyway. Yeah. But it's still cap when you're, when you're hyping a game that you're not playing just because it's on your platform of choice, that's corporate cap. You, you're, you're just, Hey, I got it. Look at this benefit. It's like, okay, great. Are you taking advantage of it? Are you playing that game? How many innings of MLB The Show have you put in? If the answer is zero, then why are you cheerleading? Why are you capping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, point. I, I mean, am I am I wrong here? Uh, no, I, I, I think the, the the real issue, and I mentioned this in Twitter. The real issue here is that you know Jason Schreier and and uh, Grub and all these other guys basically are saying one thing, and then the Xbox fanboy. Uh, what would you call that uh, influencers picked up the ball and ran with this game pass competitor narrative. Yep. Because the, the, the idea here is, well, of course, PlayStation has to do what Xbox is doing. My question is why Microsoft as, as a console video game company is still in last place. With all this money that they've spent, with all these studios that they've acquired, they are still in last place behind Sony, Nintendo, and Tencent, if you want to throw them in there. Uh, That's like Usain Bolt getting training tips from the person that's always last place in a race. Why would you do that? 
obviously, you know, it's like whatever you're doing is not, it may be working for you. I question that it is working. I mean, this is going to be a long-term corporate experiment for Microsoft with Game Pass because the amount of money that they're going to have to push into this, they are no, like they are the, we want to be the Netflix of gaming. I think Netflix has something of 250, 260 million subscribers worldwide. We're guesstimating that Game Pass is like at 25, maybe by now it might be 27. That's a long way. That is a long way to a solid profitability when you compare when you can when you're comparing these services right mm -hmm. so i think and i think considering the types of games that playstation makes i don't want the next god of war to get halo infinited i don't i don't want a half-assed top shelf what's normally a top shelf game being reduced and made less great because it has to fit a service model that is not what i want from playstation studios so with this selection with this decision that they've that they've made of merging playstation now and playstation plus i think that's the the better solution for me personally, I, I have, I'm less concerned at the quality of the games that I'm used to on the PlayStation platform with regard to first party are going to take uh, a dive. And I have an opportunity to, to purchase my day and date games. I could curate my own games. I want to play day one yeah. on there. You know, I don't necessarily have to be dependent on, you know, I, you know, the thing game pass is great because I do get all those benefits day one. But as as it stands right now, I don't play a lot on the Xbox because there's not a lot of first party titles I'm really like, you know, getting into. I didn't play Forza Horizon Five, even though I know it's an excellent racer. Um, you know, I play Crackdown Three quite a bit. I beat that game. <laughs> so you know, you know, if if Microsoft brings more games to the plate that are unique in our day one that are not available on other platforms day one. You know, it's like Outriders. You know, someone made a point to ask me, well, Outriders is day one on Games Pass. Why don't you give Game Pass some respect? And that's great for Xbox owners and people out there that want to play those games on Xbox. That's great on here. I made a choice even prior to them announcing Outriders uh, coming in day one on Games Pass to actually pre-order Outriders to play on the PlayStation. And that's how I proceeded to handle it. <laughs> so... I made a choice because my friends were also um, playing Outriders on PlayStation as well. So now Jim Ryan did go ahead and comment about this uh, day of the, of the announcement, talking about the new PlayStation Plus, and he did have some things to say about it. So as far as games day and date, he uh, pretty much commented uh, that. Uh, we feel that we are in a good virtuous cycle with the studios where the investment delivers success, where, which enables yet more investment, which delivers yet more success. We like that cycle and we think our gamers like that cycle, like Kevin was saying. Uh, and putting our own games into the service or any of our other services upon their release, this is not a road that we've gone down in the past. It's not a road that we're going to go down with this new service. We feel that if we were to do that, the games that we make at PlayStation, our cycle will be broken. 
the level of investment that we need to make in our studios would not be possible. And we think the knock-on effect is the quality of the games that we would make would not be something that gamers want. So right from the man's mouth, right there, Kev, on there. So, and, but he did comment that, you know, PlayStation's um, uh, position in the uh, whole gamers, gaming sphere right now he did make a comment, the way the world is changing so very quickly at the moment, nothing is forever. You know, who would see four years ago that you would see AAA PlayStation IB being published on PC? We started last year with Horizon Zero Dawn, Days Gone, God of War. On there, we had great critical success and great commercial success, and everyone has made their peace with that happening and is completely at ease with it, at least most people are, so... Mm. <laughs> I look back four years and think nobody would have seen that coming. So I don't want to cast anything in stone at this stage. All I'm t talking to today is the approach we're taking in the short term. The way our publishing model works right now, it doesn't make any sense, but things can change very quickly in this industry. So he is like, you know, throwing, you know, maybe in the future. You know, one thing to keep in mind too is PlayStation has a lot of service games in development at the moment. So I'm thinking, you know, my mind, I think some of these service games might hit uh, PlayStation Plus in its iterations day one date. Just depends as far as if it's you know a service game that's meant to be free to play at the start out with, because obviously why wouldn't it hit PlayStation Plus if that's the case? So, mm -hmm. so but well, that kind of remains to be seen. I know Jade Raymond Studio just got bought out. Haven, they're working on a quote unquote triple A service game multiplayer game you know and there's other teams that are working on uh games like this as well on there now he did also comment too about the uh, premiums uh, as far as the services between the uh, playstation plus premium and playstation plus extra he made a point to say that um that playstation is offering a great value because of the 12 month subscription options on there because you know xbox only has three months at a time i know that there's going to be a family plan being bust out for games pass ultimate at some point that was talked about this week on there but you know jim ryan said that's more than two-thirds uh, of our subscribers subscribe using a 12-month subscription that is an area of value proposition that we looked at very hard we're delivering the fact that for a 12-month subscriber, PlayStation Plus Extra is $8.33 a month. PlayStation Plus Premium is going to be $9.99 a month. We think for what people are going to get, this is a terrific value proposition and one that simply wouldn't be possible if we were going to put our studio's games into the service upon their release. So he basically threw it out right there that if we're going to go day and date, we're going to have to charge way more for this service So mm -hmm. on there. Um, and, you know, Sony's not going to put their most latest releases in, but there's still some popular PS5 titles. That includes Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and Returnal. That's going to be included with these services on there. You know, we haven't commented on the fact that, you know, PlayStation Now did not have PlayStation 5 games included as part of the service. And obviously with this relaunch, part of the games collection that's available is going to be PlayStation uh, 5 titles on there. So. And he also commented, too, that Sony says every major publisher is present in the service and conversations continue to go well. Uh, whether it's indies, whether it's big games or things that celebrate our heritage, all sorts of games, we're going to have all of it and hopefully a lineup that ticks all sorts of boxes on here. And then he also mentions the premium tier. He said, obviously, it's not for everyone. 
that's why it's in the premium tier. But there's people like me who have been around forever, who have played these games and loved these games 20 odd years ago. Maybe for people who parents rave on about these games and want to try them for themselves. Uh, once we share that and line up with the world, I think that's going to be a lot of interest in that. He also mentions uh, streaming, uh, but he mentions the fact that he uh, expects it's not for everyone, but it might become more meaningful for their business at a later time on there. So, so you know, and so I, I think, you know, he's communicating very well. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but uh, he also commented the fact that um, I don't think we'll see game subscriptions go to the levels that we're seeing right now with Spotify and Netflix. And he doesn't feel that it's going to get up to that point on there. Right now, there's 48 million PlayStation Plus subscribers on there. So I know Xbox right now, currently as of January, has 25 million subscribers to Game Pass. We'll have to see uh, what happens with all this. So. Yeah, I mean... That's that's the smart. He's going about the smart a smart way. He's going about it, knowing the types of con the type of content that first party studios have been known for, and he knows you can't get a Ruth Chris steak dinner on a McDonald's dollar menu budget. Yeah. Can't do it. The math doesn't work. Titles. Yeah, the math doesn't work. And these titles that are their first party titles that are coming, those are games that have long passed their apex of earning power. You know, I mean, Miles Morales had very long sales legs, very long sales legs. I, th I think it's it stayed in the top five, I think, longer than the, the, the first Spider-Man game. I mean, it it was it was in there for quite a few months after release, but even it has has passed its its earning cycle. So now, yeah, it's a great time to put games like that into your service. Again, adding more value for those who, for for whatever reason, just haven't gotten around to playing those games. And that's what you want. That's what you do. But you're still making first party content that's going to command that that seventy dollar cost of entry. And and that's what I that's what I'm interested in hearing. Yeah, any thoughts, Desmond, with Miles Morales kind of hitting up? Because I know you were meaning to buy the game. You bought it. Are you cool with it? Or you wish you would have yeah. waited for it to hit no, the service? No, I don't wish. I would didn't. I didn't wish I waited. But yeah. no. I wanted it when I wanted it, and I had I had the funds, and I bought it. I think this is great for people who don't have the funds to buy it, and who yeah. and and who have the option to play it now. So no, I have no regrets on 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 buying it, and I yeah. just think that I think if anything, it's going to make me think. Okay, you know, um, and this is and I sort of loathe this, but now it just makes it easier for me to it'll make it easier for people to say, you know, do I wait and just play this digitally, or do I buy? Do I buy it, uh, or do I buy it physically? You know, I mean, you have to understand everything. Every every time digital becomes much more um, uh, affordable or accessible, um, physical dies a little bit, and people can say, "Oh no, that's not going to happen." But it's true. You know, it's true. 
because if it's easier and they can reach the same amount of people and they can keep that money in their pockets and not have to put, not have to produce a physical media, you know, they're definitely going to go that way because because it's more cost effective. So just saying. <laughs> so. Um, and but, some uh, of our listeners, like Gerald, I know he doesn't care in the least, and exactly. you know, some people have different opinions on that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm seeing, especially during my 90 day game fast, that you know I have a whole room full of physical games, and it's like you know, it's like sometimes I have to think about the convenience of it all, and you know, what am I really saving or you know curating for? You know, so that's just the thing I have to approach and think uh, with every game purchase, if need be. So. And last but not least, Jim Ryan, his last statement in the interview is talking about, uh, but it's all about choice. There's obviously many millions of people are happy to subscribe to PlayStation Plus. We offered them that option on the platform, and we think we're offering a significantly improved option with the changes we have made. Equally, if people want to play Fortnite or Call of Duty or FIFA and have their sustained engagement that way, that's fine too. No one's obligated to do anything on here. So if you just want to keep your regular PlayStation Plus games work, just keep your regular PlayStation Plus. No skin off your teeth on here. So so I think it's kind of to where I think I'm welcoming this because of the fact that I'm paying, you know, a small, measly amount to add additional games to be able to play. You know, so we'll see what you guys feel about next episode when we talk about during the main event. So all right, and PlayStation Plus, speaking of which, uh, the games for 2022 for April have been uh, revealed. So we got three games in total. There's uh, Hood, Outlaws, and Legends on here. This is the multiplayer game that came out from, I'm trying to remember the name of the developer, Sumo Digital on there. And uh, basically, we, we looked at this last year. I know it didn't do too well sales-wise on here. Uh, there is some stealth involved with this game on here but uh you know it's something that you know we might check out i know i asked you des if you were looking to see maybe to check this out next month we'll see we'll be out on tuesday on april the 5th on there um also spongebob square pants battle for bikini bottom everyone's favorite on there is going to be available for playstation 4 and then last but not least slay the spire uh, which is the card battler of choice for a lot of people on there it'll also be available in playstation plus as well on there one thing to note too persona 5 is leaving the playstation plus collection in may so if you have a ps5 and haven't redeemed your ps plus collection games yet definitely go and try to do that get that done any comments on any of these games available playstation plus for april Mm -mm. not for me i mean i not really I've already played uh, Slay, the, Slay the Spire, so yay! I mean, I'm happy for that. Any chance we're going to check out Hood? I know probably Kev, you're a no-go on any multiplayer Robin Hood title, particularly if stealth is involved. I I really don't know how that works. Multiplayer stealth. I mean, just sneaking around. But it's the sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a villain. I mean, I'll try it. Like, I mean, I'll try it because it's a multiplayer game and Kevin and, uh, you know, maybe that'll bring Kevin in. But and Joe's all about, you know, playing games, you know, playing all kinds of games and trying you know, stuff out. So I'll definitely try it. But who knows yeah. at this point? All right. And also the same day that the PlayStation Plus news dropped, uh, Nintendo dropped something, but they didn't drop something that kind of just everyone kind of knew that was going to kind of happen um legend of zelda breath of the wild sequel they have not announced a uh, title for the game yet 
basically, uh, E.G. Ananuma came on. They had a video, short video, indicating that the uh, sequel to Breath of the Wild was supposed to come out, and unfortunately, they are pushing it back to spring of 2023. On here, uh, they just stated that uh, that you know they need more time to develop the game of their choice as far as this, do the quality that they want it have and they need more time to do so on uh, and of course this game's going to place take place in the ground and in the sky kind of similar to skyward sword on there and featuring new encounters and a variety of gameplay features on there and we'll have to see what happens uh, on there and uh, not really unexpected uh for a delay on this so are you guys disappointed or you'll take it when it comes out i'm i'm, an, I'm the approach i'll take it when it comes out so. i will definitely take it when it comes out i have no problem with waiting i think it's the best thing we can do is wait first for games like this like i want games to come out when they're ready to come out you know if it's not ready put it back in the oven we're not hurting for games you think this will launch with a new switch that's what everyone thinks God, I hope not. That's what everyone <laughs> thinks. Oh, that would be horrible. That would be horrible. The like, Switch, seriously. I mean, man, how, how, what, the Switch came out when, about, what, it's, five years it's ago? A, it's at least five years old, yeah. It, yeah, and at that price point, it, it might be time for a refresh. Oh, but it just seems like. It might be, it's time, it's probably time for a refresh. Came out March 3rd, 2017. So it's coming out in... Four years ago? No, next year will be five years. So... Yep. Actually, no, it's five years as of uh, this March. Oh, yeah, sorry. This March. Sorry, you're right. Has it been... Oh, when does the time go? Yeesh. (laughs) Uh, It might be time for a refresh. Uh, Something that will... I mean, I don't think we're going to get, you know, the blazing graphics. No. But I think it's time <laughs> for us to get better performance. Yeah, I know that with the NVIDIA leak that just happened, uh, we t- talked about, Bolivar, you know, just looked at the news stories, but the Switch 2 with uh, DLSS and everything is was in some of the leak stuff as far as a model that at least nvidia has been working on so a lot of people have tied it to a switch update uh, update of some sort so i'll have to see you know a lot of people that you know when the oled got announced were expecting a switch pro to be announced and you know you know is is this because of the fact of uh, the overwhelming like thought of a pro model coming out is it going to prevent you from i know you've been thinking about buying an oled yes right as far as a switch oled i mean now because i hadn't heard about you know the thoughts of bringing in some silliness like this now i'm all like damn you know maybe i should wait (laughs) you know so i don't know i really don't know what i'm gonna do i'd wait yeah i think i'd wait I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm going to wait. You know, it just seems that that just is something that just needs to like, I don't need it right now. So, so waiting just seems like the best option. So, um, and this is the type of game that you want to use to launch a new, a new system with. That's yeah. Get people to definitely get people to buy it. Yeah. 100%. 
pull a Super Mario Odyssey 2 out of the, the, the woodwork, too. I mean, we haven't heard about a new Mario game in quite a bit of time, so. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Nintendo's going to mint that mint that cash and see what happens. I mean, I think uh, manufacturing issues in China have been rectified more as of late. We've seen like uh, Series X and S be in stock. Series X specifically at you know online retailers where they've been available and for hours at a time. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I know PlayStation 5s were available in store at Best Buy earlier today at certain locations. So, so we'll have to see what happens with all this stuff. All right. And the other thing that happened this week as well is that there was a new Game Plus Expo uh, coming around. This is like the kind of indie showcase where they unveil new game announcements on there from some of your more nichier uh, game publishers like NIS America. Uh, and uh, Idea Factory and a few uh, other publishers on there. And there was uh, quite a few games that were kind of shown on here. So we're going to not cover everything, but kind of briefly cover some of the games that were uh, talked about. Um, of course, this showed Azure Striker Gunvolt 3, which is coming out in July 2022 on here. This is the latest um, side-scroller Mega Man-ish game from Inti Creates on there, the third game in the series, of course. On there, it's being supervised by good old KJ Inefune on here, the you know, one of the original like uh, people that worked on the Mega Man series at Capcom, so he's still involved with the series on here. So, and uh, um, it's definitely a 2D action. I know, Des, that you played quite a bit of the prior Gunvolt games, correct? Yes, they are fantastic and they are a worthy successor to Mega Man, so I am eagerly looking forward to it. Yeah, and they do have a physical version on the way too, as far as through uh, limited run on there. I don't know if it's already gone through their usual pre-order cycle or not, but uh, it is coming out on July 28th. It's coming out for uh, Nintendo Switch on there, um, and we'll have to see, you know, how well this one does. So, also too shown um, of note, Dusk Diver 2. Uh, this is a sequel to the Dusk Diver 1 game on there um and i don't know if you've checked this out yet or not any of you guys but uh, it's like kind of similar it's like a cel-shaded devil may cry type combat game that yep. uh, you know, a lot of people kind of liked i own it i have not played it yet i bought it in my life so I, it was uh, it was on sale um and i bought it it looks uh pretty dope so i will definitely be um I'll be checking it out. The first one, like I haven't played, I haven't played it yet, but I do own it and it is sitting on my switch right now. So, but it's good. Like, it, I mean, everything that I've seen from it just looks, looks pretty good. So I'm, I'm excited to try it. It's kind of similar in a way from watching is what's that game that you were playing earlier this year, Kevin, the one that was developed in China, uh, the one that's like kind of did like devil may cry a little bit. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. I was just about to say it. It, yeah, the one that that wasn't very pretty but played really well. Um, gosh. Uh, yeah, I age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something Neo, age. Something age. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, ultra Neo, age. Ultra age. That's yeah. Can't remember nothing. All right, happens. Yeah, ultra ultra age is. That is a very. 
well-playing, but kind of but ugly game. Well, I, I know Dust Diver looks quite well. It's cel-shaded. It's all animated out, so you might want to check it, it out. It looks better. Yeah. Yeah, it looks better than... Whether than it plays game. better or not, we'll have to see. You know, I'm not, not sure. You know, you'll get the Kevin Sniff, you know, DMC sniff of approval, you know, action combat game, Bayonetta, you know, you're going to hold up to the top tier, top choice in the genre, of course. So, Also announced, uh, Ease 8, Lacrimosa of Dana. So um, just in case if you haven't played either of the PS4, Switch, or Vita versions of this game, it is getting a native PS5 full release on there. Uh, no upgrade for PS4 owners. Honor. This is a new version of the game on here, and it's getting a physical release, of course, with all sorts of stuff, all the DLC um, costumes and everything included on there. So if anyone's looking to try to collect like a final, like a complete version of the game, you know, PS5 version definitely be the way to go on it on there. And uh, it's launching in the fall on there. So a lot of people were excited to see that announced on there um also too um printy presents nis classics volume three so these are like kind of the greatest hits of nis that's been busted out in the switch and i know that the, we both me and desmond have picked up some of the previous volumes but this one's going to include la Pucelle, ragnarok and rhapsody a musical adventure in the both attackful rpg games that originally came out for the ps2 and ps1 on there. i have it so, I have that one, Rhapsody. And I'm like, I so I think I'll be picking this up. Like, yeah. I think I will be picking it up. I have the first one, and none of the games on the second one really spoke to me. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to worry about it. But this one, yeah, I really enjoyed Rhapsody. So I think I'll have to pick it up. That's kind of cool, because I know from what I'm reading, it's both are based on the, like, uh, not the original PS2, PS1 versions, but the PSP and DS games that had a little bit extra stuff added along to it. So, uh, Also shown at the show, Pocky and Rocky Reshrined. So this is a, a shooter from Natsume on there that's being released for the Switch and also for PS4, but uh, it's like... If you never played the original Pocky and Rocky, that was back on the SNES from way back in the day. But it's like a, a really cutesy character shooter on here, action shooter. Kind of similar if you want to take like the Legend of Mystical Ninja and or Gomen, Goemon series on here. But in, in, even in a more sh uh, shooter-esque and less platform-esque way and i've been keeping an eye on this because i i think it's a, just a really cool old school uh pixel art 2d game that's gonna kind of be in my wheelhouse so it's something i'm gonna keep an eye out for on there so any thoughts on pocky rocky or something you guys maybe check out later point i saw some gameplay of it it i've i've heard i've heard of that series before it's it it, it does look kind of neat not quite a not quite a bullet hell, but seems kind of close on some of those some yeah. of those screens. So something I'm gonna definitely check out. You know, once I think I was gonna pre-order if need be. So another game that got announced that I'm kind of interested in is this game called Kamiwaza, Kamiwaza, excuse me, Way of the Thief on here. So this is from the publisher Acquire. 
And this is actually a port of a PlayStation 2 game that was originally released in Japan. So if you think this is the same developers that have done the Way of the Samurai series on here and also done the um, latter Tenchu games uh, once uh, From Software lost the license to the Tenchu series. So this is a specifically kind of a ninja a game in the same vein as the latter Tenchu games where you do play a thief on here and you have to do some stealth and some storyline dealing with the fact that you have to take care of a you uh, child on there and to be able to afford her costly medical treatment you have to return to a life of crime on there mm. so sounds so. terrible I know, but the gameplay looks great in that same vein, though. So it's coming out for PS4, Switch, and PC in the fall of 2022 from NIS America. So retailing for 40 bucks. So if you dug like some of the kind of uh, latter, you know, uh, acquired, developed Tenchu games and or Way of the Samurai uh, series, if need be, this might be right in your wheelhouse to go ahead and check out on there. So. And, of course, there's some other games that were announced during this. Uh, it's a, like a half-hour video. We definitely go check that out. There's definitely some other indies and stuff that were uh, shown through this that we're not going to do a step-by-step, -step, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. It's interesting to talk about if need be. So, on there. So, And then, last but not least, a couple of other news items, and we'll go ahead and conclude the news section. Of course, um, another NIS America game that came out last year, Psycho Shooting Stars Bravo and Psycho Shooting Stars Alpha are getting released, at least in Japan, uh, for the PlayStation 4 on here. And these are like old games, uh, basically, that were from the um, developer Psycho. And a lot of the old these old games kind of spoke to me because this games I played originally back on the original PlayStation and also on the Saturn, also in the arcades. And so uh, the Bravo collection includes uh, such games as Strikers 1945, Strikers 1945 2 and 3, Soul Divide, uh, Dragon Blaze and Zero Gunner 2. And then the Bravo collection includes uh, some other shoot 'em up games including uh, Samurai Aces, Samurai Aces 3, Tengai, Gunbird and Gunbird 2. And so this is a lot of great like classic shmups with some great art and uh, definitely something to keep an eye out for because I'm interested in these games. I've played them back in the day. I definitely enjoyed them. And then, then they also are developing a collection on one disc for the PS5 that will put both collection on, onto one disc and that might be my end goal for this collection if that's the case i know des you own this for switch already but uh i do i do and i enjoy it and then last but not least pour one out because uh, the golf game of choice not mario golf the recent switch abortion of a game wow that bad huh yay lion that Nice. But everybody's golf is their online servers are going down. So pour one out. Of course, if you do want to play this online, you have up until September 30th on there. Mm. Uh, after September 30th, you'd be able to still play the game, but only in offline mode on there. So so there's some things that you won't be able to do, obviously, participate in the online tournaments. And of course, 
that's going to close off any ability to be able to earn any trophies uh, that involve the online enabled things. And I'm not sure what's going on with the everybody's golf series. I know that uh, the developer of that game has um, created a golf game on Apple Arcade uh, on there. And so I'm not sure as far as when that's going to hit consoles. Hopefully it gets consoles soon because Clap Hands is not working with Sony anymore, I don't think. And I don't think we're going to see another Everybody's Golf hitting the PS5 anytime soon. You know, color, color me a surprise if it, if it does hit, but I'm hoping Clap Hands actually gets that their golf game released separately for platforms other than Apple Arcade. So, And if you guys have nothing to add to that, that is the news for this episode. Well, all right. So appreciate that, Trader Joe. Game night update. So we're going to pass the mic one more time to the Jabroni Chief to let you know what's going on there. Well, game night, yeah, we do it every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, We do it on Discord, so no matter what platform you decide to play on, or if you even don't even want to play games at all, you just want to talk to us. Guess what? Show up on Discord, and you can do that. You can interact with us on there. So, some of us might even turn on our webcam. You never know. Like you want to see three <laughs> old men hanging out on here. Woo-hoo. But uh, we also have a uh, current tweet out for a uh, contest entry for Risk of Rain 2. We have three copies for the PlayStation 4 on there that you can win. All we ask of you is to go to our Twitter account at Gaming Vessels and go ahead and retweet like the post and also join our discord on there and every discord participant and our discord gets an automatic entry in the contest as well this uh, contest does end on april 15th of 2022 which is coming up in another two weeks from the date of this recording so definitely if you're interested and if you haven't joined our discord yet go to our twitter account retweet Uh, like and then join our discord and you will get an entry into the contest on there and this is for a physical copy of risk of rain 2 on there it'd be great for you to join our community because kevin will talk more about our discord community and what we interact on a day-to-day basis with all of you guys out there so indeed indeed thank you for that update trader joe contact you can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. And that's the email you want to use if you've heard something that you want to respond to or if you yourself would like to even be on our show and get your opinions on gaming out to our listeners. You're going to want to send that feedback to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at gamingvessels. That's G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. And our Twitter page, you'll also find the link to our Discord server, which I would highly recommend. If you enjoy the show, I would highly recommend anybody who enjoys our show to join our Discord server. It is by no means an echo chamber, a varied, varied opinions on gaming, varied perspectives, but everybody's friendly and cordial. And we joke around. We have a lot of fun which is something that you don't see a whole lot of in your more traditional social media platform. So please, if you haven't already, please check out our Discord link on our Twitter page or 
wherever podcast, whatever rather podcast aggregate you use to download this show. Individually, we have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at shownuff 71 That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I am shownuff 7 Same spelling with the number 7 at the end. Xbox Live, I am shownuff 71 Same spelling with 071 at the end. Steam, I am shownuff 71 Same spelling as originally. And on the Nintendo Switch, my friend code is 7658215533. Zero nine. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? Yeah, folks, you can get me. Yeah, you can get me at on Twitter at the Nemo Six. That's T H E N E M O S I X. You can get me on MS PSN MSN PSN. <laughs> they could get you. I know. You're right? available for sale. I am. Uh, <laughs> that'd be GSN Games Network. Anyway, uh, HSN uh, PSN. Steam and Xbox Live at Nemo Tigger. That's N E M O T G G R. And you can find me on Nintendo. My friend code is 5280-6674-4519. And as always, please, if you message us, let us know how you heard about us, mention the show or something because we want to talk to people, not bots. They know what they did. Um, yeah, they definitely do know what they did. And Jabroni Chief. Where you folks yeah. get a hold of you at, man? Where all the jabronis hang out. Yeah, that's a jabroni <laughs> no, bar. No, scary. <laughs> <laughs> now, they get a hold of me at uh, Jabroni Chief on Twitter. That's J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F. That is also my handle on both PSN and Steam. On Xbox, I am Jabroni Chief 374 because that is the magic number for all the Jabroni Chiefs. And my Nintendo friend code, uh, 4712. Five nine five three one four zero nine. Forward me all your contest entries. I will re-forward them. Hopefully, I win. Uh, <laughs> see, look at this. Uh, horrible, horrible. <laughs> and of course, I don't want an episode to close out without thanking everyone who uh, interacts with us on our Discord server and who participates in our main events. So, special shout out to Gerald Crucial Chase. And Fred French 2017. Again, there's a whole lot of different shows you could be listening to, whole lot of ways you could be spending spending your time. But we appreciate the interaction. We appreciate the feedback. It makes our show even more fun to do because without you all listening and interacting with us, uh, both in our questions of the week and our uh, and our Discord channel, we just be three old dudes yapping into the internet ether. So, with that, those comments will bring episode 164 to a close. For Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka the Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, aka Jabroni Chief. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I am Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. That purple bling bling. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> and we will be back next week. Episode 165 in your ear holes. Peace.